when the world's greatest athlete, Michael Jordan, teams up with the world's best-loved cartoon character, Bugs Bunny, you won't believe your eyes. Pardon me, Mr. Jordan. Could I have your auto uh, your John Hancock? What's going on here? We need your help! You heard of the dream team? Well, we're the mean team. Ready? Yeah! Shot. Yeah. You kick it in here. You go to the hole and dominate. We own defense. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I don't play defense. Warner Brothers presents Jordan. Funny. Special delivery! Together, they just might save the world. Space Jam. You've never seen anything like it. Yeah, I know, guys. That's what's happening today. Welcome back to Old Millennials Remember Movies, the podcast with these two old millennials. I'm your host, Angela Yoshiko, here with your co-host, Tyler Wilson. This movie starts right off with that R. Kelly song. It feels weird now. What do you mean, that R. Kelly song? <laughs> I Which believe R. I Ke- can fly right off the bat. I don't remember how that goes. Can you remind no, me, No, we're not giving We're not giving him... You th- we're not going to... No, we're not going to... You're not even going to sing a line? No, no, because that would be letting the R. Kellys of the world win. Do you think that in a couple of years, we did this a little early, that will, like, Christopher Plummer, that song out of the movie? Like, well, You know how Plummer. Kevin Spacey was in... Like, we got rid of Kevin Spacey and that All the Money in the World movie and Christopher Plummer came in? We're going to do that with no, the R. Kelly songs? No, I don't know what you're talking Talking about. Excuse all my clinking around. Are you kidding me? <laughs> doing some stuff over here. It's like a thing to call. Like Chris, you're gonna Christopher Plummer. You, no, no, nobody. I've never heard anybody say that. Kevin Spacey. Okay, uh-huh. prominent actor for a while. I do know Kevin Spacey. Got into some trouble for being a pervert. A real bad one, apparently. He filmed a movie with Mark Wahlberg called All the Money in the World. I'm sure you've told me this before. Ridley Scott was like, whoa, whoa, I'm not going to do this. So then they went back and they reshot all the scenes that Kevin Spacey did with Christopher Plummer. Wait, did you, I see this movie? Mark, we talked about this. Yeah, okay. We have <laughs> talked about this on this very podcast. Have we? Yeah, Which about episode? like the Mark Wahlberg getting more money than Michelle Williams. Remember okay. all that nonsense? Sure. All of this is a just. This is just me saying that it's really weird. That this movie starts off with that. I believe I can fly song. Really now. comes just, in loud and proud with it. Because we're recording this right in this the heaviness of uh, a lot of R. Kelly news. <laughs> yeah, he's been a creep for a while, but yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, just go Google R. Kelly. He gross. Alle- allegedly. He, uh, he gross. I don't think it's allegedly. He gross. He gross. Space Jam's the movie. So Space Jam is what we're talking about, <laughs> mm. and we're going to get to that. But before we do, Tyler has like a bunch of movies he's been watching he wants to talk about. No, no, no. Let's talk about a movie that you saw. Okay, so we, I actually got to see a movie in the theater recently. Sure did. A little movie called Captain Marvel. Starring Brie Larson. Starring Brie Larson. You know what's funny mm-hmm. is uh, someone popped by my office and I asked them, oh yeah, did you see Captain Marvel? And mm-hmm. they said no. But my buddy recently saw it. Big thumbs down. And I was like, what the fuck? No. Two thumbs up. It was, well, first Shut of up. all, it was a massive hit. Yeah. It was Who, huge. I was like, who's your friend? Get the fuck out of here. Well, I mean, it was a huge hit. It had good reviews. I don't know. that. 
I guess to each his own, I suppose. Yeah. But uh, no, I don't suppose. I was like, "Is your friend sexist? Is was your friend like, oh, it's well, a that's girl?" What people, yeah, well, so maybe, maybe. I suspect that that was a little bit. You of a should ask if they liked. Uh, no, I think that's reductive to compare compare the movie to Wonder Woman because that's not really fair. Why does that to be compared to Wonder Woman? Yeah, I don't, totally I don't compare dude movies I was, to dude movies. I was only saying because... that to like make to like be a dick about that guy whereas I wouldn't agree about comparing the two. Right. So overall I really enjoyed Captain Marvel. I didn't know totally what to expect because I don't really know the character so I only knew what I learned from the trailer before going into it. And boy howdy the movie doesn't like help you out because the first 15 minutes are all space... It's intentional because the movie plays with her Brie Larson's character's memory a lot, mm-hmm. which I think is a really clever. It's got a great script on it because it it finds a way to do a really dense backstory because she's got different parts, different whole different his, semi histories, right? To kind of throw into mm-hmm. one origin story, and you've got to bring it to, you know, the Infinity War stuff at some point. So the fact that this movie kind of uses like her lack of memory to kind of like fold all this stuff together and like use your confusion as an audience member like to to the advantage of the movie it was, was smart mm-hmm. i thought i that was because it's super con- i mean it's confusing in the beginning like i don't know what's going on but like she doesn't either really mm-hmm. so it's cool did i miss the part in the beginning where it told me the year that it was there it they keep that coy until she lands in that blockbuster okay and that's kind of like her trigger to say like oh okay we're not in a current time yeah the yeah. blockbusters are still around, still around. Clearly, we're like in the nineties. It's supposed to be nineteen ninety five, yeah. Okay. And then, obviously, when Sam Jackson appears with uh, out his eye patch and he looks younger, man, what? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't like this de aging stuff. But Sam Jackson looks fine. He looks just like he did in. I think they use like the Negotiator with Christopher Plummer, and uh, not Christopher Plummer. This with Kevin Spacey. See what I did there? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay, but he looks just like he did in the '90s. Like it's incredible. Is it okay? So I was talking to a friend, a different friend, okay. whose other friend, d- different friend, okay, um, at work, and he was saying because I made the comment that Sam Jackson looks pretty good. Yeah. And what's his name? Clark, uh, Greg, Agent Coulson. Agent Coulson looks pretty bad. I would agree. I don't think it works as well. And he made the comment that it's probably it might be because there's more footage, old footage of Sam Jackson. Right. I uh, the person you talked about this was me. We I told you that <laughs> right after we got out of the movie. I know, but sometimes you talk so much, it's really hard for me to just like really take it in. But that is the reason. It's one of those things where like I, I it's like when I tell you to do something a thousand times you don't listen and then someone else tells you and you're like, Oh, someone told me this thing to do. I think with Sam Jackson half the work is just like putting the wig on his head. Because he he uh-huh. he just he looks good for seventy, right? He does. He he, you, he can pull off a younger age, maybe not quite as far, but but yeah, that I mean, his rapport, his dynamic with Brie Larson in this movie—they're apparently like pretty good buddies in real life—is uh, amazing. Yeah, it's like a '90s buddy cop movie for like most of this, just those two together, and it's great. Their on-screen charisma is very fun to watch. It's oh yeah, snappy I, and believable, and there's a spark there that. Is nice because it's not like sexualized. Not at all. It's and just, yeah, yeah, like a buddy cop. It's a buddy cop movie. There's some humor. It's nice because you get like, you know, Sam Jackson has, has as many of these movies he's been in. He's never really been in a lot of them. So if I kind of have him also settle in, this has a really what I like about Brie Larson. She's a great actress. Obviously, she's an Oscar winner. She's great. But what I like about her is she's she's charismatic and take controls commands the screen, if you will. But she's also has a really good ability when she's playing with other actors 
to kind of, like, it's hard to say, like, she just kind of brings it up for the other person, too, gives those other people, uh, I know that it's, like, a kind of a difficult thing to, like, say someone does, but she tends, she just, every scene that she shares with someone in this movie, they're, she's playing opposite a really excellent performance as well. Like, I think she's bringing something that is allowing that other person to kind of jump in and be even better than they normally would be. I, oh, you know what I'm saying? the best out of her co-actors. She's, she's, she gives in her performance as much as she's kind of uh, controlling the scene. Because she, she's not like a showy actor. I'm just saying, okay, the best way to describe it would be like Robert Downey Jr., who's great as Iron Man, but he, he sucks the air out of a scene. He's mm-hmm. like the star, right? He's, he's the one who's... very showy. It's all about his character, right? Whereas Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, she... She has a different vibe going on. Um, not as earnest as, say, like, your Chris Evans or whatever, but she she's able to be charismatic and kind of brazen in how she is, but also receptive to other people's personality. That's all I'm saying. Ben Mendelsohn is in this movie. Oh, I love him so much. And it's a great uh, antagonist. I, mm-hmm. it's, it, there's, it, the movie plays with a lot of expectations, and I really like what he does specifically and how the movie uses him mm-hmm. and kind of uses your expectation of Ben Mendelsohn mm-hmm. to its advantage. Um, I really like this. This was uh, perfect. I, I This was just a, what I needed to get, you know, in the Marvel mood before we have to go through the slog of all the... Everybody's dead and we need to, like, deal with Thanos and three so hours of... Look, I'm excited for that movie, but at the same time, I'm just like, this is nice. This is a fun adventure and it gives you, you know, some fun 90s stuff, good performances... I liked it. Yeah, totally recommend it. Not great action-wise, but not bad either. I thought it was solid. Oh, we saw it in a dark-ass theater, though. Yeah. This is a thing that happens with theaters that play uh, use a screen to play both 2D and 3D screens. And this has happened to us a couple of times yes, recently. twice in a row now. And it's it just significantly dark. The best way to, like... You, we knew you were in trouble because, like, the, the, I knew right away because we, the, the trailer for the new Spider-Man movie is on in the front of this. Mm-hmm. And that's got the best, like, I, I like that trailer, but the end of the trailer has a great little moment where Peter Parker is, like, giving a thumbs up to his little, uh, Flash, his little comment about him being a dick or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he, it's his face, right? Mm-hmm. It's a great little, like, comedic moment for that trailer to end on. We saw. I've seen the trailer. Yeah. We saw the trailer in the theater, and you couldn't see his face. Nope. You couldn't see that so reaction, dark. and it was really frustrating. I feel like that really took away from a lot of the action scenes. Probably, yeah. For... I'd, I'd be eager to, to watch it again. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I will, but... Like, I'm kind of mad. Like, how do we not get into that theater again? What? I mean, so, when she shows up, though, in Endgame, how, like... It makes it seem like she's going to show up pretty early in that movie. Are they going to have to, like, figure out a way to, like, sideline her? Because she's clearly just going to... She could just, like, snap her fingers and, like, blow Thanos away in about five seconds, right? She's very powerful. There's no way they... Thanos stands no chance. Yeah. How are they going to do that? Something's got to well, go wrong. She can't just blow him up. She oh, has to convince know. him to roll back time. Well, sure. To and... undo things. So there's going to have to be some massaging that happens here. Not Maybe. just, like... Blunt force isn't going to solve this I could, problem. I could see a scenario where, like, the movie is going to give you the end of Thanos right early. Because she shows up early, and they're going to go take care of it. But see, they're going to... Exactly what you're saying. They don't solve the problem of, like, getting... Everybody's still snapped away, right? Because her powers are not going to be yeah. the thing that can stop that. No. So, yeah. That'll be interesting. That will be. I'm glad that she's part of the... Yeah, I really like Brie Larson. 
And so I'm happy that she's going to be part of the universe for a while. Okay, so next up, after Captain Marvel, you saw a slug of movies. <laughs> a slug of movies? Yes. Like a, a slug? More of a... What's this? A snail? Which one has the shell? I don't know. I think you said slog earlier. Slog. So that was I in my brain. slog through. Yeah. All right, so I saw <laughs> uh, the Oscar-winning documentary this year, finally, called Free Solo. It's about the guy that wants to climb up that Yosemite rock. Oh, okay. I was thinking it was Without... about Han Solo. I wish. That would be great. Although the last <laughs> Han Solo movie wasn't, like, great. So... Um, no, he want he climbs up the thing without uh... question. Mm-hmm. Does he chew his arm off? No. Okay. Fuck different that movie. movie then. Okay. Different thing. Totally different thing. <laughs> now, this is a real life guy, and he is a, a known climber. But he wants to climb up this big ass thing in California in the Yosemite Park without ropes, without tethers. He just goes up the fucking thing, right? Mm-hmm. So the movie is about him training for that and then eventually uh, doing it. It's not a spoiler to say that like he does not because if he fails, like he he dies, right? Cuz mm-hmm. there's no rope, right? So if he d- attempts it, you know the movie attempts it and he's still like I'm sorry to spoil it for you, but he doesn't die. He makes it to the top. <gasps> right? Spoiler. Yeah. So, uh great f- I mean, in terms of filmmaking, it's amazing how they were able to kind of capture this because they're trying to like you don't want to psych like it like if you're okay you've agreed to like videotape this guy do this right but you don't want to be like the crew that like is there and what if you like accidentally wave at him wrong or something like that and he like misses a grab or misses a th- you know you don't want to be the guy that like causes him to fall to his death right so you got to be real like so there's a lot of care that I had to go into like filming this without making it like be I don't like a this thing. I don't like this one bit well that's what I'm saying I don't think you would enjoy this movie you because know what? I didn't really I feel <laughs> like this movie and people that do this are irresponsible how many people need to die before you just put a fucking rope on yourself yeah I mean um we're gonna well, people people get I've I've seen this people get mad at that opinion but it's my opinion too like I just think like but, okay, great. You can do it without rope. Like, good, good for you. I don't care. Good like, for I saw impressive. I mean, it's impressive, but I'm also just like, all right. I deal with four kids every day. Don't give me a fucking digimetal. It's like, what? <laughs> so you're comparing the two? I'm saying it's like, it's like, oh, look at me. I did something very challenging and very difficult, and I survived, and I had to use all this courage and strength and inspiration and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's where I think it's false, because I don't think that you have to necessarily risk your life and do something stupid to prove... About the, the prove the point about conquering your fears and being yeah, that's courageous. what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't kill my four kids every day. Oh, good. I'm glad you don't. But... Or or anything violent so, towards them at all. I think we're on the same page in that. I don't <laughs> think that I, I don't find it inspiring like other no. people do. But some people do, and that's fine. I just to me, I I see a lot of like stupidity because okay, does this person have like a very sad story behind no. them? So that was the other thing. Like the other thing I didn't enjoy about it very much is that the guy is kind of just like. Yeah, I mean, I like climbing. Yeah. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> when he actually does it at the end, he's just like, I mean, he's huffing a little bit tired. But then, like, he hugs a guy. He calls his girlfriend who, but poor fucking girlfriend. She's just, like, does not like this whole, I mean, you feel really bad for her because you're just like. Or is she faking it like the America's Got Talent? Like, oh, it's so scary. No, no. She doesn't. I mean, she obviously, like started dating knowing that he was a climber but like like that's the only like i thought the most the most compelling part of this movie was that she was just like 
yeah, I mean, I support you and I love who you are, but at the same time, like, I don't, this is the really bad idea and I don't want to be a part of it really, you know? Like, people have died doing people, that. Well, that's the other point the movie makes is, like, most people that are, like, these kind of climbers, I mean, they eventually die. <laughs> I like, mean, usually. Like, in their Unless 30s. you stop. Unless you f- figure out the time when you should stop, they die. So I liked kind of her arc, but, like, the guy, I don't know, like, maybe if he was a little bit more, comp- like, I just, I-, I wouldn't find him to be a compelling, like, uh, oh, I feel really inspired now, because he's just like, yeah, I climbed, I'm pretty good at climbing. Climbed oh, it. my God, it's not like, oh, yeah. oh, man, I had cancer and I died, or my whole family died, and I had this huge tragedy in my life, and so to overcome it, I did this, and now I know that well, I can I don't get through anything. I understand that either, but... Um, that's a better story. No, I mean, he, and good Just for him. Just some millennial who's like, I of, climbed a fucking rock. He puts a lot of his success and money into, like, good charitable donations. That's great. Annoying. I just, at the end of the thing, he's at the top, and he's just like... Whatever, He I'm tells annoyed. his girlfriend on the phone, like, man, I just got a, I got a, I got a big smile on my oh face Oh my god, right shut the fuck up, I guy. A, I got a big smile on my face right now. And he's got, like, a little bit of a smile. No! Like, he just did, like, an impossible feat. The only person who's ever done it, and, like, the most you can muster is this half smile, and he's just like, I'm just so happy about it. It was great. Not even like a woo. No, he didn't even do a woo or anything. Oh, get fuck this guy! Like, wouldn't that be if anybody's gonna do okay, a king well, of the now, world? Now I feel bad because, like, is he like, is he like on the spectrum? I don't know. I don't, am I criticizing someone? Who, well, obviously, he's he's his own guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's his own unique yeah, fellow. Now I feel like that. Now I feel sad for him. Well, now you're gonna make it because I'm doing the impression. So if we find <laughs> out that he is, <laughs> then I'm like, gonna be the one that gets all the comments. Like you're really insensitive toward we're people. We're not on the saying he's yeah. I don't okay. know if that. I'm just saying this. He's a low-spoken guy, and he's just like, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. That's <laughs> that's abnormal that's i'm not trying to do a voice i'm just trying to talk quietly but like it in a way that the podcast can tell that i'm talking quietly you're definitely doing a voice i'm just just just, you know i'm real small okay so so far we're gonna definitely recommend captain marvel just smiling from ear to ear over here and we're definitely gonna not recommend free solo it's good it's a well-made i those guys deserve their oscar it's on hulu now you can watch it i saw it on hulu and i was like i'm not gonna watch that you can honestly skip it to like the last half hour and just watch the thing haven't we watched there was like the cold one oh i like a lot of these no that being said i'm a big fan of these kinds of movies yeah i like these movies where because i don't i think part of it is because i don't understand the like i can't get like, I, I don't understand this this man's thoughts at all. Like, it, I have the complete opposite idea of how your life should work. Like so the, I find that a little compelling to watch. Like the guy who was studying grizzly bears and then got eaten by yeah, a Yeah, another bear. fascinating thing. It's just like, like I don't what, understand how your world works. What are but, you fucking doing now? You got eaten by a bear. Right. End of story. You fucking dummy. Right. But, you know, there are ways to capture that in a, in a compelling way. And, again, I give the filmmakers credit because they do do an incredible job documenting this They do feat. do? They do do. Uh, I do drink. like saying do do. You do. So do like saying do do. You know, I it's like a yeah. If you if you're not, I'm sure you're less sensitive to me. So it's pretty okay. Like the it. next movie we're going to talk about because <laughs> oh, eventually okay. we do need to get to Space Jam, Tyler. Uh, do we? Do we? Yes. Though? We're like okay. 18 minutes in already. Okay, I watched so this breeze t- through these, but Turner Classic Movies been crushing through that that Turner Classic Movies app. I love it. Not watch as much as I want to, but it's okay. So one I watched I wanted to mention was I watched 2010, uh, sometimes subtitled The Year They Made Contact. That's like uh, 1984. It's a sequel to 2001 A Space Odyssey, It's a, which is a movie, Stanley Kubrick's uh, space uh, opera Everyone classic. Everyone knows that one. Everybody loves it, right? But what is 2010? Well, I've known about this movie for a long time, but I've just never, had, never took the time to kind of watch it, right? It's weird because it's not like bad. It's well made and it it provides a very linear sequel to 2001. The problem is is like do you want a linear sequel to 2001? 2001 is so open-ended about like I don't 
There's no way that I understood anything in that movie the first time I saw it, or the second time. I probably don't understand still a lot of it, right? It's a very dense movie that's open to a lot of interpretation. You kind of have to approach Mm -hmm. it in your own way. 2010 is just like, hey, this is what happened in that movie, and now we're doing this. So it like it kind of like removes some of that luster of mystery a little bit, hmm. and so you're kind of just like, oh, okay, like, all right, I understand this explanation, that makes sense, but at the same time, I'm just like, yeah, but like, is that it? Question: Do mm-hmm. I remember 2001? Because all I remember is a guy in a little tunnel thing spinning around or something. Oh yeah, there's a lot of that. The imagery is amazing, but yeah. But is no, there the an alien? Ha- is there a robot? No, the HAL computer goes against Okay, HAL yeah, goes that's, against that's, Okay, that, that so is that is, okay. I mean, that, that follows through, carries through in the sequel. There's new new characters, oh, and okay. Roy Schneider's in it, and John Lithgow's in it, and oh. Helen Mirren's playing a Russian. Is, what's his name in it, from Moon? Sam Rockwell? Yeah. He was like a child or a baby when this God, came out. That was a good movie. Anyway, it was, it was, it's, it's worth a watch if only if you're okay with just like separating like, well, this is like maybe one interpretation of like what happened in that first one. I think that's a better way to approach it. That's fun though. Yeah. People who like to know. Went on, keep going on this musical kick a little bit. Okay. Uh, we're, we're still exploring. Yeah. So a couple episodes back, um, Tyler shared that he, he's not sure why mm-hmm. he loves some musicals and hates others. So his task is to watch as many musicals this year as possible. Yeah. And try we're going to gonna try out. to figure it out. I got some real confusing updates for you here, because what I chose to watch are two movies that were not well-regarded when they came out. Uh, Brigadoon, which is based on... Both are are, uh, beloved musicals, I think. Uh, Brigadoon and Bye Bye Birdie. So Brigadoon is about, like, a Scottish town that only appears every hundred years, and these two... Gene Kelly's one of them. They come in, they they discover it, and they... You know, they do a lot of frolicking and singing and all the stuff that you would expect in a movie like this. Okay. I think it's fine. There's some good stuff in it that I, I like some of the dance and the, some of the songs. So I was like, all right. Oh, you like I, some Scottish dancing. Well, it wasn't, yeah. wasn't, a lot, wasn't like not a lot of that, but I was really hooked on. So it's a, it's a famous legend, right? And mm-hmm. I'm sure that someone who knows about it will think this is really stupid of what I'm saying. But it seems like it's a real bad deal that these folks got. <laughs> Because now, granted, I was I had it on during the day, and there were kids going yelling at the very important time where this old man was explaining the logic of this world, and then Wikipedia did not fill it in enough for me. Oh, so okay. maybe I'm totally off. But it seems like these people come in the only the town only appears one day every hundred years, mm-hmm. and then they if you you can stay if you feel like you've fallen in love, mm-hmm. or you can leave, but then you won't find it again. And if anybody leaves Brigadoon. It disappears forever. The people that are there, for there, they they go forever. Okay, but they leave, right? And they mm-hmm. say like, oh, they go to sleep because when he comes back at the end, and spoilers for Brigadoon, but like <laughs> he finds it early, right? And it's like, oh, true love, you woke the old man's like you woke me early, and that had me thinking like these people are only alive, like awake one day every hundred years, that and he shitty. wants to go back. It's a curse, and it's horrible, and it, like, everybody should just decide to leave one day, and it would be, I was like, I know it's like this idyllic town, because the whole movie's playing this whole thing about, like, city life versus, like, classic rural, and this rural lifestyle is way better, but a hot one day out of a hundred years is all you get. Now, maybe the legend itself is different in that they are hidden, but they still exist and are, are alive in their own little universe where they're not there. Mm-hmm. But the movie, to me, was suggesting that they were sleeping. And I think that's a bad deal. Your thoughts? <laughs> well, 
And it sounds like a very bad deal. Mm-hmm. I just want to watch a couple minutes, a couple, a uh, quick few seconds of the tra- of the trailer here, oh, okay. just to really get a feel for what you're talking about. Here. Okay. Rigadoon, as a motion picture, has been hailed as the brightest singing and dancing spectacle since An American in Paris. A whopping new screen triumph by the same star, the same director, and the same producer who gave you that Academy Award-winning musical. Brigadoon tells a wonderful story, too. An American in Scotland. A courageous young fella who isn't afraid to admit he's fed up with a big city hubbub. Wow. Yeah. Um, few comments. Okay. Few notes. Um, can trailers be that awesome now where it's like the characters are telling you what the movie's about you, back and forth? You know what, though? You don't want that because No, remember, I definitely don't. It's really bad. They did that. Remember when The Incredibles 2 came out and that they had the thing at the beginning? It's like, we're sorry it took 15 years to make Incredibles 2. We were, it's really hard to make these movies. Thanks for watching Ugh. our movie. Or when we saw the X-Men movie that was terrible. What was that one called? Yes, and the kids were like, hey! Thanks for I'm watching Storm. our movie. Thanks for watching our movie. Like, and then it was a shitty movie, and you're like, well, "Fuck you, Storm." Fuck you, Storm. Yeah, I didn't like um, that. So wow. So yeah, I I kind of liked it. I know that you like the like, trailer. Or you like the movie. I like the movie. It was okay. Like, but I was con- I was unsure about the the universe. The yeah, other one, it does seem like a raw deal. Yeah, but it could be. I could be way off on that. It could be. Maybe it's a better deal than were, I was letting on. Again, were you I was watching not, the movie. I was, but remember, I, the kids were really talking during a very important stretch of exposition that you was being explained. You can't rewind. I did. Well, no, you got to keep powering through. <laughs> <laughs> no, but could you have? I could have. Okay. Every fifth, like fifteen seconds. Oh, that's obnoxious. I also watched Bye Bye Birdie. Okay. Which is. Um, Dick Van Dyke and mm-hmm. Anne Margaret. She was the standout. Janet Lee's in it too, but oh, everybody, with this, when this came out, it was all about Anne Margaret. And it's about kind of like this Elvis Presley like singer who is about to go, go to, go, he got drafted. So the town is giving him a big farewell. It is like the, like, I read some of like the reviews that came out at the time. Like they were saying, like, Pauline Gale and all these, the, all these prominent reviewers, like, this is like cheesy, like, even for like this kind of movie. Oh, <laughs> like really? it's pretty crazy. But I, that being said, I thought it was kind of uh, kind of fun. <laughs> like it's just it's so stu- like it's just so over the top in its performance, and it's very colorful. Mm. And Anne Margaret's really good. The movie op- like they really liked her so much they added more of her character than what's in the actual oh, musical, cool. including like this thing at the beginning, like the the main song is like she just looking at the screen. Like they just added all here. this stuff. Oh yeah, you want to hear uh, just a few seconds of her sure. singing? Yeah, so Bye Bye Birdie, like, it's, like, I don't know. So both this and Brigadoon are not, like, considered, like, in the upper tier of these movies. And so I'm all the more confused because I was like, oh, I kind of enjoyed both of these ones. <laughs> you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Like, you'd go back and watch them again. Yeah, I really me. liked how, 
like I by the bird I really liked how dumb it was. Like it's just so dumb. And like, what? the characters are just so over the top and it, it the whole premise is dumb, but it, it, it just is infectious and it's and it's it's just kind of like artificiality. Now I'm getting a little concerned. <laughs> I'm worried that um something's happening here <laughs> and that we're not going to really be analyzing what you're liking and not liking you're just going to get sucked into the dark world of musicals i mean i like musicals I, that's what i've discovered but i think it's just a matter of you might need to go back and watch the ones you didn't like maybe after I, this journey and now yeah, and look you, some of the songs in both these movies were kind of duds but i like some of the other songs so i was like man this works because i can't believe that you would like bye bye birdie yeah. and then not like seven brides for seven brothers oh, fuck that movie <laughs> But I haven't seen that movie in a while. You should have watched that with Seven me. Brides for Seven Sisters. Fuck that shit. Now What's it called? Stop. <laughs> we know you're saying it wrong on purpose now. It's all right. Fun. Well, that was what I watched musical. The only other, I'll quickly mention the other one I watched was All the King's Men, which was a Oscar winner bay back in the 40s. They made a shitty Sean Penn one back in like 2006 that nobody saw because it was shitty. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I remember that one. I saw that one. Never saw this other one. But wait, there's a new movie called All the King's Men. It was Isn't All the there? President's Men. No, King's Men. King's Men. The King's Men. Totally different. All the King's Men. Totally different. I had the right words in there, though. Totally different. Okay. Yeah, so it's about a politician who's like a... It, what's crazy about watching this was that it's set in the 40s, but like... It's it was almost sad because it's like well nothing has changed in our country. No, we just repeat history it, over it, and over and over. It's just about like the corruptive power of politics and how it like and how sensationalistic and dirty and terrible it is. And it was just as like it was so weird to watch it because I was just like none of this is different. <laughs> like none of it. Eighty years later, he's riding on a train thing. and he's talking on the radio, but it's like that's the only difference. Like everything else is. So it was very weird to watch. Hmm. Um, good. It's a good movie. Like it was a Pulitzer Prize winning book, and I mean, there's a reason why it's endured, right? But it, nothing has changed. Anyway. I can't remember that Sean Penn one. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Hmm. Okay, so. We're clocking in here at 31 minutes. Great. I told Tyler he had seven <laughs> minutes to talk about movies he's been watching recently. You got down. You're like, let's listen to a clip of Brigadoon. I mean, some of that's you. you're watching some of these without me. So to be a part of the conversation, I'm trying to be a part of the conversation. Yeah. You jerk. It's fine. We saw Captain Marvel together. Okay. So we're going to end this podcast at 55 minutes. I'm just grinning over here because I got up the mountain. So you need to say everything that you want to say about Space Jam. In 23 minutes. It makes me smile. 23 minutes? That's Funny that you left. should say that. 23 minutes. It is. 32 to 23. Because that's Michael Jordan's famous number, obviously. obviously. Okay. So what I find, first of all, we have to get to the, the main. You better the talk main, fast. Don't, don't put me in a box. The main thing about this was that you sat down and watched this with me just a couple of days ago. And you have never seen it. <laughs> So you have I, no memory of it. I've been reflecting on on why I'm such an awesome person. Yeah. <laughs> and I think part of it is that I haven't seen movies such as Space Jam, but such how? as Street Fighter. Okay. <laughs> Stop making me watch these terrible movies from your childhood. Street Fighter, I understand. It wasn't like a massive... But Space Jam was a phenomenon in it, the 90s. You know what? It was well, a you know phenomenon. Okay. Actually, oh, we need to do some high stats about Space okay. Jam real quick. Um, because what year did it come out? We need to write. Do we need to read our thing, or you didn't even read it? Write a thing. Oh, you? I wrote a thing. Oh, okay, of course I wrote a thing. Okay. Um, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? <laughs> go ahead. Because mine's funny, if you remember. Oh yeah, it's real funny. Mine's hilarious. Okay. Um, so 
before we watch a movie, we spend 30 seconds writing down what we remember about the plot, about what happened. Right. Okay, so here's mine. Are you ready? Okay, go ahead. I don't remember ever watching this movie when it came out. I have a vague memory of Tyler turning it on, and I was like, nah, I'm good. So here's my guess on how it goes. Danny DeVito plays an evil alien theme park owner who needs a new attraction. His gang heads to Earth to kidnap Bugs Bunny and the Looney Tunes. So Bugs challenges them to a basketball game to determine their fate. The aliens agree, but they steal the powers of NBA basketball players, including Larry Bird and Charles Barkley. Very specific. So Bugs gets some help from superstar Michael Jordan. Just kidding. I just copied that from Google. Oh, I'm so funny. Oh my god, I'm hilarious. You read that to me earlier, and I was like, wait, you didn't see, this is the oh, plot man. of I, the movie. It was a total gotcha moment, because I was me. like, oh my god, did you just guess that? Yeah, okay, I wrote, and this is where we have a great divide on this, I said, look, I'm a huge Looney Tunes fan, and I love Michael Jordan growing up, this movie wasn't a space jam, this movie was my jam. Of 1996. See what I did there? I did, yep. Heard that. But what a bizarre movie. It takes real Michael Jordan history, specifically that solemn time when he retired from basketball after his dad died, and he went to play baseball. I remember almost every detail of this movie, so why bother writing any small part of it? But one thing is for sure, why the fuck isn't the Roadrunner in more of this? Okay. So, Thanks for listening to our podcast. That (laughs) sums it up. I can't believe that you didn't see it because I remember this was an event. Even though we were a little bit old, like, okay, we weren't, we were 1996, right? It came out in November. Give me the high stats real quick. Yes. It came out in November 15th, 1996. That is right near my birthday. Yep. It is rated PG, clocks in at the perfect hour 28 minutes. Sure. It uh, feels long. <laughs> it feels really long. Did I fall asleep in this one? No, but I mean, <laughs> it's directed by Joe Pitka, who directed the Super Bowl commercial that this kind of was born out of. Yep, and it it stars Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny. <laughs> right. And uh, oh, you want to know some money? It made a lot of money. Money, money. Let's see. Um, the budget was estimated to be eighty million. Yeah. And it made $27 million in its opening weekend. Right. $90 million U.S. Mm-hmm. $250 million worldwide. So it did well overseas. Yeah. The number in domestically is a little lower than I, yeah. I guess, thought. Um, yeah. Especially the, the so budget's see, 80 It wasn't as huge of a fucking hit but it was as you thought it merchandise, was. I mean, the merchandising alone, this thing was all over the place. It had the tie-in of the NBA. When it came out, Michael Jordan was back playing basketball, so that was like already in like the stretch run of another championship for the Bulls, right? So it was all in that that zone. And then, so we're in 1996, we're in middle school. We're a little bit older than... Like you, like what you admit of liking Looney Tunes when you're in middle school, right? Like that's you're too cool for that, right? But it was Michael Jordan, and we were all like Michael Jordan heads. I grew. I mean, that was I. I was a Bulls fan. Like I was a kid, so I didn't have have loyalty to teams. You know what I mean? Like I. I mean, I did for baseball. Don't get me fucking wrong. Yes. But for basketball, because I didn't really follow it really young. When I got into it, I was like, well, if I'm gonna get into it, I'm gonna get into it and watch the best player, the best team, right? And so it was like follow the Bulls, right? Mm-hmm. So that was a big deal, and I got Air Jordan shoes, and it, this was like an event to go see Space Jam, and I remember just being like, yep, this is the greatest movie. Um. So no, nope. None nope, of that no, happened no. to you. Um, other movies that came out. You're that, a sports. You're you were a sports person. Yeah. Though. Other movies. I was only thir- so. What grade were we in? Like we were in middle Sixth school, or seventh grade. Yeah. Um, I didn't see movies in theaters, and so but you the, would have been aware. Yeah, of Yeah, but the movies that I got to see were ones that like my aunt and sister liked, 
And they're not going to be fucking watching Space Jam. What I did see that came out around that time is 101 Dalmatians. Well, yeah, I saw that, too. That was a good movie. Yeah. We will get to that movie. Romeo and Juliet, which I'm pretty certain I watched a lot more than you did. What day did that come out? It came out November 1st. So so that's a a couple weeks. So the girls were going to that. The boys were going to the... 101 Dalmatians came out November 17th. Same weekend. Oh, it did, yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing both of those movies. Yeah, that's a really, like... uh, the Crucible came out that month. Okay. These are the movies I saw. So, Ransom, you probably saw that terrible. Yeah, that's not bad. It's running out. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. You know what else came out that weekend? Uh-huh. A little movie we've already uh, talked about. Jingle All the Way. It came out the same weekend. Yeah, huh? November 15th. This was, Well, it's so yeah, this was the big, like, they put out like nine movies in Thanksgiving, right? So there was mm-hmm. everything that could come out. Yeah, so, but it was big. I'm just, I'm just surprised, that's all. Now... It's a fucking nuts movie. Hey, Am I yeah, right? Seventeen minutes. Correct. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> don't don't put me in a box. Uh, it's also, fucking nuts. Also, if you want to listen to Jingle All the Way, that's on episode twenty-seven, where you gave me a lot more time to talk about it. I'll tell you that. Fuck you. Okay, but isn't it just about the strangest thing? I I was looking over at you during this, and this, you're a perfect person to to kind of point this out because you're watching this thing for the first time as a thirty-five-year-old <laughs> woman. And every time I looked over to you, you either had just a you were looked completely baffled or disgusted. Yeah, there's a lot of disgust. Like, what the fuck is going on? And why but, am I watching? This? Now you're familiar with like the the idea of mixing animation yeah, with knew, with live with, with live action. Yeah, You'd seen I, Roger Rabbit, and I knew what Space Jam was about. Right. And I think I was just like, mm, nah, <laughs> nah. Now, what is it specifically? Is it the fact that Michael Jordan has no acting capability whatsoever. Nope. That doesn't bother me. Is it because the Looney Tunes don't sound right? Because nope, they don't. That doesn't bother me. Uh, is it Wayne Knight of Seinfeld fame uh, getting constantly harassed for his weight? That's part of it. Okay. And that goes into the category of fucking annoying. Is it the strange female bunny they decided to add because they they realized they didn't have enough uh, female Looney Tune characters? Okay, so, yeah. In which they sexualize so, beyond repair? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, I know we were going to watch Roger Rabbit. Who mm-hmm. framed Roger Rabbit? And just let's for a hot second talk about what is up with sexualizing cartoon characters that are meant for kids. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> well, Roger Rabbit certainly did that. <laughs> but, okay, so I don't like it, but I didn't mind it in Animaniacs when we were growing up. Well, they do, but it's like, it's such a quick it's gag. It's the same thing, like, ooh, well, it is. Ooh, ooh. What's well, Looney Tunes? Looney Tunes did this, too. But I maybe it's because Lola Bunny is so... She's only defined by the fact that Bugs likes her and yeah. that she's good at basketball, I guess. But it's such a... It's such an afterthought. That's what's uh, that's what's kind of weird about it. It's yes. just like she's just there because they're like, shit. We didn't. There's which one? Tweety Bird, Tweety Girl or Boy? Anybody know Tweety Bird, Girl or Boy? And Tweety Bird's a fucking boy. Roadrunner, Girl or Boy? Do we know? Do we know? And they're just like, <laughs> they're just trying to figure out who's a girl, who's a boy, and like how could they get more female characters into this thing? Because Michael Jordan's wife has like two lines of dialogue, and that's it. So, um. I think what it comes down to, and you got really mad at me and you said that we have to get divorced over this, uh-huh. is that I don't think I like Looney Tunes. I, and we might have to get divorced over this because I don't think that you should be using Space Jam as your barometer whether or not whether or not you like Looney okay, Tunes. Okay, so I like short clips of Looney Tunes. Well, because they were short. They were, sh- they were shorts. Right. 
I don't like extended use of these annoying. It's not funny. So the I, comedy isn't funny. I would say hold your opinion back until you watch Looney Tunes Back in Action, starring no. National Treasure Brendan Fraser. I love Brendan and Fraser Jen, though, and Jenna uh, Elfman and I also love of Dharma Brent. and Greg. I mean, I will watch that because yeah, I have it. So stay tuned for next week when we uh, it's a little talk outside about. Of our, I think it's two thousand three. Well, we could we'll have a bonus episode. Well, the reason episode. we chose this one is because it's uh, we it was <laughs> it's March Madness. Let's talk about how we really chose it. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. No, Give no. me credit. You wanted to watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I said, yes, we should do that. But I was, but prior to that, I was like, we need to watch a basketball movie because it's like March Madness. And then you were like, oh, we don't have this one. And we don't I have couldn't find this one. And we, we don't have any of this one. And I have I was like, no basketball movies. And I was like, you dumb dumb. <laughs> it's right there in front of you. What is it? And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. It's been right there in front of you all along. And I, who haven't even seen this stupid movie, <laughs> yeah. was like, how about fucking Space Jam? And I regret every second <laughs> of suggesting that we watch the stupid movie. <laughs> it's not all bad. No, it is all bad. You gotta be careful because okay, no, this no, no, is no, a no. beloved movie. People um, love this thing. There are Funko Pops now. People wear like the Toon Squad jerseys around. I've no. seen those in public. What I will People tell you. People love it. There, there are some redeeming moments in the movie. Yeah. They are basically every scene where Bill Murray is in it. Bill Murray is the reason why it, I think, has any staying power. Because yes. it's, while his part is brief, it is clearly the best thing about yes. it. Yes. And they knew, they knew it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they, they maximize it to its full effect in the marketing. He's right front and center, even though he's in the movie for three minutes. Mm-hmm. But it's all funny. It all works. It's so, definitely the actual jokes that. movie that work are coming from Bill Murray when he's on the golf course playing with Larry Bird. Oh, that the best scene in the movie is on the golf course. And Michael course. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Murray wants to play basketball. There's this illness that has taken over because these monsters have taken the talent Nobody from the people. Nobody cares about that part. But it anyway. brings up a point. People care. Angela, I'm telling you, this is a beloved movie and you're going to get hate mail. From old millennials? Yes, they love it. I'm telling you. I'm not I'm not saying okay, that you're not wrong. Okay, but old millennials need to watch this movie again. I I would say that they might need to, because I don't think it has... Uh, it's a very strange movie. I don't even know what I was talking about. Bill Murray's great. Bill great. Murray. We can move on great, from great, that. Great. People know that. They can look up the YouTube clips. What's weird is that it really is leaning into this, and it, they did it because it was happening when they were developing it. This whole baseball thing with Michael Jordan. And it's oh, so yeah. strange, because For the first, what, 20, 30 minutes of well, the movie? Well, a few, and then like it, it goes back to that, and he's sure. he's mm-hmm. going to a, a, a you know a baseball game at the end. That's what he has to like. We have this random clock at the end, and we're like, oh, we got to get to your baseball game. But it's so strange because it's like they're really leaning hard into the fact that like he wasn't a successful baseball player. Like mm-hmm. he swing strikes out, and like, oh, that was a good cut. Everybody's like sucking up to him on the court, and, and maybe it's that Michael happened. Michael Jordan, I get that, but it's such a weird thing because he left basketball because of his dad dying. And then he went to pursue this. And the thing that I always try to, like, remember is that while he kept getting doggone for being a bad baseball player, he was still, like, playing in, like, double A. Like, he wasn't... He, he was, was still good. He, he was, wasn't... He was an athlete. He was better than, uh, like, me at playing baseball. At age, or at whatever. anybody else 30. that was on TV criticizing him for was doing it. Was he, like, it. almost 40? Yeah. Well, not 40, but he was 30, in his 30s. Five. And when you're getting, drink, break, trying to break into baseball in your 30s, like, forget it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen for even the most talented person. So... I always thought that was a weird narrative. Maybe because I'm a Michael been Michael Jordan defender, I suppose. But it's hard to defend all that Nazi stash stuff later. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he's not a Nazi. No, he's not a Nazi. But remember that weird mustache he had? Um, 
But it's just a weird thing to have, like, in the middle of this movie when he's known... And, and they try to play it up, like, with the other basketball stars. Like, oh, he's a baseball player now. Oh, okay. You do like Charles Barkley, and you like him in this movie. I love Charles Barkley. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, okay. There's some... You liked Larry Bird? Let me just say this. All the scenes without the Looney Tunes were actually okay. Yeah. They had a little fun with the NBA players, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, you probably didn't recognize all of them, but you knew... No. Patrick Ewing, you knew Charles Barkley. Yeah. You know Bugsy Moogs because he's yep. real short and that was cool. He floats through the movie, which mm-hmm. I always found to be a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Every scene he's in, he's he's not walking, he's floating. Mm-hmm. He's always floating in the frame yeah. while the other people are walking it's behind him. funny. I don't understand what's going on there. Um, yeah, no, so th- all of that works and Bill Murray works, but you don't like the Looney Tunes. Yeah. You're anti-American. <gasps> <laughs> no, I'm not. I will say this. The, da- the guy who voices Daffy Duck in this movie is really shitty it's job. off it doesn't sound right and then as i said at the beginning there's no fucking roadrunner in this movie yeah it's an obvious choice and for a good basketball player he's speedy or she's speedy i don't know um is roadrunner a girl or a boy i as a look my looney tunes fandom basically boils down to you know bugs bunny class some classic shorts daffy duck some classic shorts but to me my my shit is the Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner cartoons. Always has been. Love them. Have a lot of them on the DVD. So whenever these movies, this movie came out, I was like, they're in it a little bit, but they're not playing a featured role. And that bummed me out a little bit. More Roadrunner and Wiley e. Coyote would have made this movie better. They, in- Interestingly enough, in Back in Action, they are not in that movie hardly at all. They make a brief appearance, but they knew that. So when that movie came out in theaters, they had a brand new short that played in front of the movie back in action. So you got like seven minutes of great uh, Looney Tunes, uh, Wiley Cody Roadrunner action. So at least that movie understood that like we didn't give you enough Roadrunner. Here's some more at the beginning. Okay. Smart. Smart. Give me more Roadrunner. And we own this movie? What, back in action? No, Space Jam. Yeah, we own both of them. We own back in action? Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> you gotta watch it. It's pretty good. <laughs> Okay. Um, let's see what other else positive. I have to say. Didn't you like the, um, the, the beginning? Okay. So the other thing about uh, the Space Jam Legacy is the soundtrack. This was a big-ass soundtrack. One okay. of my you know big-time CDs. Yes. So we have this on, and I had to write down what you said because it was, it was pretty – all you did was fucking talk about the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, because I had the movie. soundtrack, and I really liked um, the soundtrack. So we're sitting there watching, and the Space Jam song comes on, and you're like, oh, yeah, raise your hand if you had the soundtrack. Everybody get up. I don't even know how it goes. It's- Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We got a real jam going out. Oh, my God. Welcome to the Space Jam. You know? Here's your jam, do or something. Oh, you know, you know, like, Here's your chance, do your dance. Oh, yeah. The Here's what I wrote. Jam. I wrote, like, Tyler knew all the lyrics. All I can to say that is song. I'm giving him a lot of side eye right now, and he's too busy dancing on the couch to notice me. Oh, my God. Like, I married this guy. That's a weaker song on the soundtrack, too. Um, okay. Um, okay, you're not the only one. Okay, so I've been telling people at work we're watching Space Jam, and right. they're like, oh, the soundtrack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was my first sound. And I, that soundtrack is, like, amazing. You got the Barry White, Chris Rock duet. Yeah. You've got my so, favorite track, which is the, If I Hit Him High and You Hit Him High and You Hit Him Low with Busta Rhymes and Coolio and LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. What a song, right? Mm-hmm. That soundtrack was the bee's knees. And then, of course, it had 
that song that we're going to have to purge from the soundtrack. Uh, well. Let's not even talk about it. Um, <laughs> there was something else awesome early okay. in the movie. The, the montage. The awesome montage of the Jordan highlights yes. is pretty fantastic. It is. Because let's remember, Michael Jordan is the best. Is he the greatest player of all time? Yes. Or is and LeBron James the greatest player of all time? Because off. LeBron James is making a Space Jam movie now. I don't care. It's going to... I don't care. But it's LeBron. But look... No one will ever be as great as Michael Jordan, was, ever. Was Kobe the greatest? <laughs> no, of course not. Kobe sucks. Was Pippin Scotty? I'm going to ask ask you to do that Scotty Pippin yell again in the correct Why? way. You need to do it in the way that Phil Jackson used to yell at Scotty Pippin, which was a little more throaty. Okay. Scotty! Okay, fun fact about me. Scotty! Um, My sister used to get YM magazines. Which Y? What is YM magazine? Oh, I think it's it's a teen magazine. It's like Cosmo for kids. Okay, it's young modern or something like that. Young modern. It, there was also a magazine called Seventeen. I know Seventeen. YM was like the like safer version of that. I think safer version. Okay. I think like the lower tier, okay. not as teeny. I don't for the, know for the the churchgoers. So no, no, no. I had a churchy magazine really? called Brio. <laughs> that really? my uh, aunt got me a subscription okay. to, and it was like the church version of YM. And uh, yeah, did I read all the articles? I did. What kind of articles are like those? About? That was pre-internet. That was like oh, monthly reading material. <laughs> Put a pin in that because the Space Jam internet, uh, Space Jam website's an oh, iconic. Oh, it's iconic mm-hmm. in its own right. So about Scotty Pippen. Fun fact about me: mm-hmm. um, got those magazines for my sister, and it had like a pull-out poster of Scotty Pippen, oh. of which I pulled out and I thumbtacked onto my wall, and I had a crush on him. Yeah. I had a crush on Scotty Pippen. Is that why you never went to Space Jam? Because you're like, Scotty's not in this movie. No, because I did love Jordan, but like, I like the like, lesser talked about characters. So, (laughs) I love, you and I share that love of Scotty Pippen, uh, unsung hero of the NBA forever. Um, Well, everybody knows he was good, but... Um, so a couple things to note in the beginning when the monster aliens take oh, God, the town. No, because we need to go back. We're gonna no, because I want to talk about well, a specific scene. We have three and a half minutes. <laughs> I want to talk about a specific scene in which our our new favorite character actor of the of the time, Patricia Heaton, shows up. Oh yeah, Patricia Heaton. <laughs> She's so, on the sideline of the New York Knicks game. Uh huh. And like when the the aliens are going to take the powers of Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewing, yeah, she's there and she's being freaked out by the little guy in the trench coat next yes. to them. Pretty entertaining to see her again making another weird face yes. in the movie. She's yeah. featured in our Beethoven posts and episode. Heavily featured. Heavily. <laughs> Would you like that? Was a breathing. Yeah, like, it was a heavy. I was, heavy. Getting, I was still coming down from my throaty Scotties, <laughs> oh so my I'm God. still like breathing out. But then I wanted to point out in that scene is that they. What I find comical about it is that the aliens needed to get some talent to play the the Looney Tunes in a basketball game, so they get Ewing and Barkley at this game. But then they looked around the rest of the team and were like, these guys aren't good enough. We need to go to a different game in a different city to get, like, more people. Mm -hmm. Oh, girl, I'm good. Including a guy that I don't even remember, like the tall white guy. The really tall guy. What's that guy's name? It doesn't matter. I don't remember that guy. The other two I know, but... 
I thought that was funny. Like, these guys aren't very good. <laughs> like, we don't need to get these guys. I mean, yeah, they're on this NBA team like, of professionals. They can certainly mm-hmm. beat, like, the two-foot-tall Looney Tunes. Yes, a they don't cat even... and a bird and a bunny. They could have gone down to, like, the CBA or the l- lower ones. They could have just gone to a fucking high school and rounded they up They could have got kids. Will Ferrell from Semi-Pro, and it would have been better than watching those Looney Tunes play okay, Tyler, basketball. <laughs> to wrap up our episode. We're wrapping up the episode. We haven't even done... I'm going to look at my notes before we go. Gonna I'm going to give you a little tea time with Tyler. Maybe okay. I'll give you a few bonus minutes. <laughs> okay. I'm really pissed, though. You need to be at 55 minutes. We're getting it. We, what, we're skimming over so much. Okay. You don't so, like it, so it's well, hard to talk about it because you won't even like... It's it, our segment it of Tea Time with Tyler, Okay, where I, at the very last minute, try to think of something to challenge Tyler with that's related to something we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Name... All the Looney Tunes characters that you can think of that weren't in this movie. That weren't in the movie? That's impossible. Like... That were in the movie. Okay, that'd be Go. harder. Uh, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, Foghorn Leghorn, Road Runner, Marvin the Martian, Wiley Coyote, Tweety Bird, Sylvester the Cat. Uh, Lola Bunny doesn't really count. Uh, that little mouse guy, I can't think of his name. Uh, <laughs> who else do we got? Uh, uh, Granny, uh, Tweety Bird's... Uh, um, owner. Oh, God, 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 God. Oh, well, well, I'm feeling like I'm missing a bunch. Tasmanian Devil. Oh, my God. I almost lost that one. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Time's up. Okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. I feel like I would Speedy Gonzalez me. is in it, I think, just very briefly because we can't. Oh, like, and all the PC. The skunk. Pepe Le Pew. Oh, what's fun is that in back in action, they kind of play up some of like the non PC friendly uh, characters that we can't like enjoy anymore because of uh, various they're, reasons. Because they're racist, because they're and, racist, or and they're sexist. horribly sexist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that they, they play up that a little bit. Well, that's back fine. In. Yeah, it's fun. Well, they play it up and like they're commenting on how they're inappropriate for the time period. That then makes it okay. No, I'm just saying they're like they're pointing I'm it out. They're not just like trying you. to bury it in history like this movie does a little bit. Like, oh yeah, we don't pretend that Speedy Gonzalez wasn't offensive. Um, yeah, like, so what did you think about? I guess I want to ask you about kind of the basketball game itself because it really there's no there's not a lot of plot here. It's just like once the setup is there, you have like 20 minutes just waiting for the basketball game to start. But then the basketball game actually starts a lot earlier than you would think. And then it kind of goes on for it a while. It goes on forever, and it's stupid and annoying. <laughs> so I was going to ask you, like, I the, do not enjoy the gags it. of the game itself made me want to not... stab my fucking <laughs> eyes out. That's what I fucking hated about this you movie. You didn't like that really relevant Pulp Fiction gag, or... It's just like, why... Why... Why do we even need basketball talent if it's just Looney Tunes crazy shit happening? I don't even remember. I think I just stopped paying attention. I didn't even pick up the Pulp Fiction reference. (laughs) I think I was just like, fuck this movie. Is it over yet? But did you like it when Bill Murray showed up again at the end? Yes, I do love Bill Murray. Because he decided to get in the game. That was great. I mean, I guess if you don't like the Looney Tunes, you're going to have a hard time. And then, like, the fact that I think it is, it is, it doesn't hold up in terms of, like, next to, like, what we remember being great about Looney Tunes. No, because Looney Tunes is great if you're four but you know what our four-year-old doesn't give a shit about watching well that's because it's not it's not in a it doesn't look like it doesn't look shiny cartoons look like now like that it's totally different we disney had to get rid of 2d animation for god's sake because like it's not as shiny and pretty as our 3d animation i mean this is kind of the reality where you know what's even funny like side note going over 55 minutes this is what gets us in trouble Mm -hmm. um i was showing the girl the kids power puff 
Girls? Powerpuff Girls, which is a 2D show, isn't it? Oh, it can't, there was like a, there's like an older version that came out like in early 2000s or something, okay. and then there's a newer one. So I put on the, the older one. Aren't they both 2D, though? One's definitely flashier, yes, though. Yes, they're both 2D. Yeah. And I put on the older one. I want to say it's not even, it's maybe like five or six years old. And they were like, oh, this one looks weird and old. And I was just like, <laughs> fuck you, kids. Yeah. So, yeah, if the color's not exactly shiny and bright and pretty, they're this just, is, like, they're out. This is why our kids are like, I like that new live-action Beauty and the Beast better than the 1991 movie. Can you just movie. turn on Boss Baby? Fuck. <laughs> no more oh, Boss Baby. Shut up. <laughs> give, me, give me away from the Boss Baby. Like, Boss Baby, fine. You know what? The Boss Baby movie, it's not fine. Bad. Yeah, it's fine. fine. I can tolerate that shit for an hour and a half. But... Now we have a whole fucking Netflix show uh-huh. where they like negate even like the whole like Jesus yeah. Christ. Now we got him running around. It's not even Alan Baldwin's voice. So fuck um, this. Just to clarify, Powerpuff Girls came out in '98. Okay, but then so they had another is. one. Yeah, they have a recent one. Anyway, when it, and it's Side opposite track. of like uh, uh, adult nerds because they're just like old Teen Titans is best because it's serious and they hate new Teen Titans because mm-hmm. it's goofy, right? Mm-hmm. Same with the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. They like their. Older, well, there's that's a whole different. That's well, a whole different. That's podcast. a whole different. Well, yeah, it is a whole different podcast. Okay, well, you got a couple more minutes, and then I'm going to shut you down. What did Roger Ebert say about this movie? Because oh, it wasn't shit. well received. Did you have it pulled up? Yeah, I did pull oh, it up for okay. you. Because let's see here. Whoa, shit! Seriously, <laughs> yeah, I thought that would surprise you. Oh my god! I think, what? I think he was in the minority Shut on this up, one, he Roger was, Ebert. He was not. Uh, this was not a well-reviewed movie in general. I can't even get past the first line of his review. Okay, so Roger Ebert will rate a movie out of four stars. Yeah, four, four. You think he saves for like Oscar-worthy, like Brigadoon, like Brigadoon. <laughs> <laughs> So, Space Jam, starring Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan, who's a really prominent actor, he scores this a solid three and a half fucking star. Are you fucking kidding me? Three and a half. That half is really what's getting me. Jesus. I could see the three, fine, but three and a half. Really? You could see the three? This is a good movie. I could see how, I knowing how he reviews, I could see a three-star review coming out of him. That's all. So... I can't even get past the first line because it starts off with Space Jam is a happy marriage of good ideas. Nope. Wrong. <laughs> wrong, Roger. Wrong. We like Michael Jordan. We like Looney Tunes. That is not necessarily wrong to put them together. It worked on McDonald's cups. Remember. Three films for the price of one, giving us a comic treatment of the career adventures of Michael Jordan. Nope. Crossed with a <laughs> Looney of. Tunes cartoon. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, sure. And some showbiz warfare. What is that? I don't know. That doesn't fucking make sense. What is well, he talking about? I don't know. Oh, I do want to admit it. I do like this movie has... Fun facts. Go for it. Some fun facts about the movie. Like, this reality of Michael Jordan is very strange in that the, the, the funniest thing in the movie is that they show his house, and it's just, like, in a neighborhood yeah. in Chicago, and it's, like, it's a nice house, but it's, like, mid-upper class. Yeah. It's Definitely like not, house- like hugely most famous yeah. person on earth house. house of a doctor not yeah. of a fucking millionaire uh, a bill yeah i mean bill- yeah. oh, so yes. funny i yes. really like that and that this wife is driving the carpool car with yeah. like the, the little league kids and he's just hanging out like on the lawn and no one's bought yeah hilarious the other favorite part about the this the one thing that's actually the most true thing about uh, it, uh, the uh, the michael jordan lore is that in the game he learns that the bad guy voiced by Danny DeVito is like, "You're if I we win the game, I'm taking these guys to be my slaves." And he's like, "Let's up the stakes a little bit. You, if I if I win, you give the players their powers back. But if you win, you get me." 
And I was just like, God, Michael Jordan was like just a horrible gambler his whole life. <laughs> he really he likes to gamble. That. Is yeah. all I'm saying. There's a there's some knowledge of history. If, of that. if you dig into the like, why is he making that bet? Like, it, there's no reason. There's no. Why would you sense. say? Well, why would you say that? <laughs> like, they weren't asking you to do that. He's they're down too in the game. Like, yeah, it's weird. Know. The other thing is like he he at the end he realizes like you can. Like Wayne Knight's character gets blown up into a bubble ball and it farts out, just oh stu- gosh, so stupid. And the yeah. the effects have not aged. But Michael Jordan's like, hey, what? How'd that happen? So you can you can like do Looney Tunes things as humans in here. And he's like, yeah, you can. But then like, did he forget that like the one of those bad guy monsters like bundled it up into a basketball and bounced him around the like? Yeah. So there's a scene where the bad guy early in this world takes Michael Jordan and yeah. balls him up into something a the size CGI of a Michael basketball yeah. and they toss him around and then he just sort of like unfolds and becomes normal again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, did he fucking forget that that happened? Yeah, he did. This movie's bad. <laughs> and I still love you and I hope we don't get divorced that I'm not in love with Looney Tunes. I'm not mad that you don't like Space Jam. I get it. I think it's one of these movies it's not like some of the movies we've done in that like I can't, I don't know if it's good or bad. No, I know this, this as a movie, this is not a, a well-made movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work on a lot of different reasons. Chiefly, I think, is that Michael Jordan is not an actor and is not particularly charismatic in the movie. No, and I could give a shit about him. So that now you're leaning on the, the shtick of uh, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck by people that don't seem to have a real core understanding of why those characters work in the first place. A little bit, but not enough. So then you're leaning on that. And then you're leaning on Wayne Knight being like, but he's playing a character that's not, it's so obnoxious, right? Yes. So and then, yeah, like, because Ivan Reitman was, Reitman was involved, like, they somehow managed to get Bill Murray in here to kind of, like, miraculously, because if he's not in it, how do you even put the commercial out? To, like, we, are you going? Like, yeah, we like the McDonald's cups. We like the Super Bowl commercial where Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan yes, play. Because Looney it's a minute Tunes long. are good and one minute small doses, bites. right? Because mm-hmm. you can get your gags in, you can tell a quick story, yeah, and get out. And that's why they that's why they've endured in that. I form. like Looney Tunes in that capacity. Oh, good, thank you. Because that's what Looney Tunes is. Don't no, I I like the short clips. They're short, hilarious. Short films. Why don't you call them short films? Because they are shorts. Fine, short films. What's that? <laughs> I I was thinking of putting my glasses up, like like you know. Like and actually, they're called well, short actually. films, and I'm Tyler Wilson. Hey, uh, sweetie, I just got up to the top of the mountain. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm smiling right now. It's great. Okay. I've just accomplished something that no one else has ever accomplished. I've given you nine extra minutes. I'm gonna cut it. Sweetie, have you seen Space Jam? What are your final thoughts on Space Jam? Um, yeah. <laughs> you didn't have an Angela Knows It All segment? Oh, I do, actually. Oh, no. Why did I bring it up? Na, 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 na. Oh, that's what would you do. What's the song again? Let's see. Na, 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 There it is. I gotta play it. I don't know. Na, 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 na. Yeah. Angela explains it all. This might sound familiar to you. No. As quickly as possible, name as many Looney Tunes characters <laughs> as you, you. can. <laughs> Fuck you. I, should, I knew I was like, I should be taking fucking notes. <laughs> and go. Bugs Bunny. Daffy Duck, mm-hmm. Porky Pig, mm-hmm. Road Runner, Wild E. Coyote, uh, the Old Lady, Tweety Bird, <laughs> um, the other the cat, whatever the fucking cat's <laughs> name is. Fuck, what's his name? Suffering Succotash. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> like, are we making fun of people with lisps too? Pretty yeah. bad. It's, not, oh, yeah. it's fucking awful. Yeah. Um, 
Huey, Dewey, and Louie? That's DuckTales. <laughs> counts. <laughs> or Disney. It was, yeah. It's all the same. It's Mickey not. Mouse. That's, that's, it's the other brand. Uh, Speedy Gonzalez. Yep. <laughs> yep. Shame. For shame. Uh, Pepe Le Pew. Yep. Uh-huh. I think I got them all. You forgot my favorite. I say, I say, I say. <laughs> what is that? Foghorn Leghorn. You say Foghorn? Who's Foghorn Leghorn? He's the big chicken that goes, I say, I say, oh, yeah, I say. the big rooster? Sure. <laughs> chicken. They always girls. make chicken. They I like make how chicken you're like, jokes. he's the big chicken. Well, he's definitely a guy. And he's a, he's a chicken. He make, they make chicken um, jokes a lot. I don't think I would have done as well if I didn't make you do that I know. earlier. I, I wish I had thought of it to do my segment first, and then you would have had to do that, because you would have been like, oh, I don't what's know. the one that Taylor likes? Shut up. I'm not that bad. <laughs> You know who's better at being a big chicken? Huh. Chicken boo, what's the matter with you? Yeah, but that's, see, there would be not that, and there would be no chicken boo if there was no Looney Tunes. That's all on extension. That's tiny, that's Looney Tunes, the Tiny Tune Adventures, the Animaniacs. That's all a line. I agree. And you love Animaniacs and Tiny Tune Adventures. But if I go back, am I going to still love Animaniacs? Yeah, I, and that's actually been the most infuriating one because those are, we have a couple discs of Animaniacs and it's on Hulu. And I it's turned, on Hulu. Yeah, and I've turned them on, and I it a lot of the jokes are very nineties. So like our Clinton. kids aren't our kids. Oh, a lot of Clintons playing the saxophone, saxophone in like jokes. fifteen episodes. But um, <laughs> there's a lot, but there's a lot of old Hollywood jokes too. But that like I did they were, not get as a they kid. were tough to know then, right? Yeah. Some of them you would know, but then like our kid, like they they have no idea, and they also again say, and they're like, I don't want to watch this. I'm like, oh, they're like, this kids. looks old. Where's our shiny new shows? I hate you. Kids. Where's our yeah. boss? Let's go baby. play on Life in the Dreamhouse or some shit. Oh my god, she wants to watch so much Barbie. Fuck. Well, Barbie's fine, but like, you know, Jesus, like the same. Um, no, it's to a point where she brings it up in the dinner conversation. Yeah. She's like, oh my gosh. So like Rachel or Raquel was like asking <laughs> and you're like, who's Raquel? So, oh fuck. We're talking about the show. Like they're real people. This is, and this is my, this is one of my nightmares because I remember a couple of years ago where we I was walking on the beach. We were on vacation on the ocean and I was like, just kind of, I was separated from you guys. And there was like, I was just enjoying walking around mm-hmm. and there was a father and a son. Son was like. 11. Mm-hmm. And they're on the rocks where I was. And they're getting it by my fucking girl, and I don't like that. Yeah. I'm trying to be off my own they're little They're invading area. your bubble. Yeah. And the, the whole fucking time, this is over the ocean waves, which were very loud. This kid was, like, going on and on and on about Pokemon. Over, like, Pokemon this, this character, and this character, and this character, and this card, and this card. And this poor fucking dad was just like, uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, Yeah. Uh huh. And I was just like, "Fuck! I, this is gonna happen to us with something. Like, what's it gonna be? Is it gonna be Pokemon? Is it gonna be? Nope. It's gonna be. No, it's gonna be fucking Barbie. Life in the Barbie's dream, dream house. house. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my fucking god! I knew it was coming. I knew that it was gonna be right around the corner. And I felt for that. It made me not be so like mad there at my girl because I was like, oh, you poor fucking bastard. So here you're on the ocean. It's beautiful, and this kid's talking about fucking Pokemon. I know. Even tonight, I was laying reading to the girls. And uh, one of their little Barbie dolls or whatever was next to me, and I pick it up and I go like, "Where's her clothes?" And I was like, "Oh, is this uh, is this Skipper? Because Skipper, when I was growing up, I don't even know what a sk- there Skipper was is only a, on the Gilligan's Island. There was only Barbie, and then her little sister Skipper came out, and it was cool because she had flat feet. Skipper had flat feet, <laughs> versus right. Barbie always had the pointy feet. Okay, and she was like the younger sister, so it was so cool. So I was what? like, "Oh, is this Skipper?" And Marion was like, "Oh, no, that's Chelsea." Okay, Marion is seven. That's 
Chelsea, Skipper has brown hair, and I want to be like, fuck you. No, she didn't. I don't know I when don't this know. brown hair started, but it's bullshit. Well, that's weird, because all I know about is Chelsea, because I've, I've purchased things, but I, I didn't have that familiarity before. So I always say, like, oh, like, oh, her, her little sister Chelsea, and she's like, no, Skipper. I'm like, who the fuck? The Skipper is <sighs> on a boat. Who's Skipper? Why would they name that? And then there's other... But see, they also changed it, because now there's, like other characters yes. that are living with them and there's parents yeah. and I always thought Barbie was just like on her own like I didn't even know that she had parents <laughs> like, I thought that they were abandoned years ago right like the, the reason they have a dream house is because they were rich as shit they died in a Frozen-esque boat crash or a something Disney like right. tragedy <laughs> right and then and then they got the dream house no they're there they're just like in they're a working. different wing yeah they're I don't working. even know what they do they're working yeah I like the dream house one that's like more meta when they're like like, it's, it's all, like, more gags, and it's not, like, a big structure. This new one is too much... It's just too... Like, I, I don't need to deep dive into the fucking like, Barbie world. Like, you've, you've actually watched the episode? Oh, I've watched them. <laughs> well, I've watched I them. mean, they've played on a repeat of 40 times, so, I mean, I, I get it. Hey, but. Netflix, if you... Listen, motherfuckers, you've been canceling shows like crazy. It's, it, now is the time. I don't get... I will fucking cancel. Add more episodes of that Barbie and do it... Fa- I can't watch the same fucking 10 episodes. Get more episodes on there. Don't cancel it, at least for a couple years, or else I'm canceling my subscription. It does feel like Netflix holds us hostage a little bit. Mm-hmm. With their, here's, oh, 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 or even Hulu. Oh, our kids love Miles from Tomorrowland. There's, like, a new one called Mission Force One. And they took away, oh, is Miles no, from Tomorrowland no, gone? No, it's still on there, but Mission Force One, there's, like, just, here's one season. It's a season three. Where the fuck is season one and two? I don't want to watch the same ten fucking episodes. Where are the first two seasons? I don't know. It's weird. Listen, Hulu and Netflix, stop holding us hostage with these shitty kids shows that aren't that shitty. They're fine because they're kids. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Do you, you think, think our kids I... like Space oh, Jam? Oh, I was just going to ask that. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I was like, do you think our kids like Space Jam? Do you? I don't know. They don't know who the Looney Tunes are very well, and they don't know who Michael Jordan is. It's on Hulu. They don't know who Bill right Murray now. is. Did you know that? What is? Space Jam's on Hulu right now. Oh, oh good. <laughs> so go watch it on Hulu. Maybe I'll turn it on tomorrow morning for the kids. You were going to actually try to sit through another... No, I'm going to turn it on, and then I'm going to put my phone in front of me with headphones on and watch something else. And watch else. Brigadoon. No, oh, that might expire tomorrow. I don't know. Oh, you probably can't bummer. watch Brigadoon. Okay. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening to our podcast here about Space Jam and many a uh, other topic. I feel like we barely talked about Space Jam. <laughs> I feel like we talked about it forever. The movie comes in real hot with that R. Kelly, and it is awkward. Why do you keep bringing it up it's again? Just, it's the hard... It's just... It's, it's rough. It's hard to start the movie when we've just, just saw that Gail King interview, and you're just like... Oh, God, this movie starts right off the bat with this shit. Hey, which character said, um, was praying in the movie saying, I'll never go out with Madonna again? That's Charles Barkley. That was a pretty good joke. Yeah. Yeah. Did he go out with Madonna? I think so. Oh, that's funny. I like Charles Barkley. I know. Ooh, you know what this means? Because it's March Madness, and in just a couple of days, uh, we're going to get more of those commercials with Spike Lee, Sam Jackson, and Charles Barkley hanging out in a car. Yeah. And I'll be like, yeah. you guys are Kate, you guys are just really uh, just hitting the low, pulling the, you know, give me that low lion fruit, but uh, low hanging fruit, low lion. Low hanging? Yeah. I love it. I'll eat it up every day. Low lying would be it's already on the ground. You don't want rotten <laughs> that's basi- fruit. At this point, that's basically what it is. They've done it for like, t- like six years now. You want low hanging No, fruit. it's on the ground now at this point. Ew. <laughs> but Spike Lee, maybe he'll have his Oscar there and Sam Jackson. And, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. You know what to do. Go over to iTunes and leave us a positive review. And leave us a comment on one of our podcasts or on Facebook or Instagram. 
Thanks for listening to Old Millennials Remember Movies, and we will... We're going to talk at you another movie. I'm going to go online and give it five stars because I'm smiling listening to this podcast. Also, I climbed a mountain. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) How's that hard kombucha? Pretty good.